need to be I need to be emotionally comfortable with somebody before I get to that point with them. Mm-hmm. And I know at this point, like if I'm not comfortable with somebody, I physically couldn't do anything with them anyway. Like that's just where I'm at with with myself. Like if my life, I'll tell you about it. My life, my life, my life. Come on. Life is what you make it, nigga, ain't no wasting time I done been through hell and back, ain't nothing stop my grind Post-traumatic stress and got me restless while reflecting Rolling pressure just so I can ease my mind Pop schooled me with the rock, I was play behind the line Unk taught me the streets, had to think vivid with a vision So that I can stack my cheese and see the bigger picture Niggas wicked about they business, cause it's rarely ever peace It's some tricks to the trade, once you learn them you gon' feast Move discreetly doing me, nigga, I'm from Long Beach Sunny Southern California, young nigga, young Welcome back to another episode. This is episode four, Relationship Lane Part Two. On this episode, we will talk about characteristics we all love in a woman. Is bad sex a deal breaker? What are some things men cry about, personally speaking? How we feel about women referring to themselves as the double B? Whether faith and trust go hand in hand? What makes a man a man and another game? But this game is would you rather? So it's your boy Brian BC Got Kicks. It's your boy Fresh Show Boomer, Freddie P. From BC, Bryson Chambers, you know, versus the world. So, you know, just to just to get started, man, how you guys doing today? How we doing today? Ooh, I'm good today, man. Yep, same thing as last time. Woke up, I had mad energy, went to work, depleted. <laughs> <laughs> depleted. It'll 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 get better. I mean, you know, that's the, yeah, I'm trying to be positive. It will. I'm not worried about it. All right, man, just to start it off, we all aware of the NBA lottery, man. The first five picks is going to be Timberwolves, Warriors, Hornets, Chicago, and then Cleveland. You guys have mm. any idea where certain guys might land? Mm. I think Anthony Edwards is going to line. Okay. I get behind that. I can get behind that for sure. All I know is Nick fans is hurting right now. <laughs> Again, what, what, what spot did they get? Nine. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's uh, – Again, they missed. Ooh. Uh, for me, yeah. for me, you know, Timberwolves, I feel like they they can't go wrong picking Edwards, Mello, or Wiseman. Uh, I like Wiseman for them as well just because you can play Cat at the four, and that'll cause a lot of mismatches at the four, mm-hmm. so, the four mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. That's why I was thinking Wiseman will be be a good pick. Mello, you can push uh, D, uh, D'Angelo. Yeah, you can push D'Lo to the two. And that'll be a two guard who can pass just as well as he can score. So that'll that'll cause a lot of mismatches. You, but at the same time, you can also put uh, Melo on the two guard uh, t- for defense because Melo can play defense if he wants to. So yeah. that'll be, that, that I feel like that can work as well. But we all know Anthony Edwards is just gonna go first. He's athletically, body wise, mm-hmm. he's just NBA ready. He's been NBA ready since high school. So. Yeah. Uh, and then Warriors, I got, you know, Melo. Uh, they can't do wrong with Melo. Um, again, you could push kind of Curry to more of an off-ball situation where he can get more shots up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. while you have Melo, you know, uh, he don't have to get himself tired dribbling all the time. You can have Melo bring it up all the time, you know, get Curry, get Clay all the shots they need. Um, I have – and then also you can put Melo on the, on the two guard as well so you don't have a mismatch with Curry. 
And then or yep. or I said the wild horse, the dark horse. I said they can get Obi. Oh yeah, I think Obi Ooh. a good be a good matchup uh, with them because they can still continue to play their positionless basketball. Put him at the five, yeah. and he's pretty much just like a guard. He's very athletic, very fast. He can play outside. He can guard one through five. So I feel like that'll be a good you know pick for them as well. And then Hornets, Hornets. I think they're gonna get Wiseman. Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna get Wiseman because I don't think the Warriors will pass up Melo. Hey, look, he need the help though from in the in the uh, in the in the front court. Facts, facts. Wiseman, I think he he can make a he can make an impact, instant impact. And I think Wiseman or Big O from USC is probably gonna go <laughs> three three because I think the Hornets will pick, will pick a big uh, mm. this year. And then Chicago, they got Wendell Carter Jr. as their as their big, and I was thinking either. One or the other, big, uh, big O or Wiseman can go to Chicago mm-hmm. just to, you know, just to push Wendell Carter to the four, uh, four position, so he's not playing out of position. Right. And then the last one with Cleveland, I got. Uh, it oh. seems after reading a little bit, it seems they need like a small four because you know they got Drummond, and then they got hella guards that they've been drafting over the years. So, right. so I was thinking they can go with Isaac Okoro from Auburn. I feel like Ooh, he'll fit yes. with that. You know, he's very athletic, very strong, can guard one through four. And I think that'll be a really good, you know, pick for them. So that's what I got for the first five picks. So to go on on a limb, I'm going to say Edwards one, Melo two, Wiseman three, um, big old four. But I think they had like some dude from Israel going for but I, I – Never seen his highlights, so I I don't know. And then five, I'm I'm a th- I think it's gonna be Isaac Okoro. Mm. Okay, so we gonna we gonna see how that we gonna see how that works out. Mm-hmm. All right, for sure. We'll. What's that next week? Uh oh, it's next week already. Oh, I is it next week? That's that's what I yeah. That's thought. what I thought. I don't know. I have no idea. To be honest, I'm worried about the playoffs. I ain't worried about no lottery right now. <laughs> Facts. Man, on me. My team in the playoffs, so I'm not worried about <laughs> no me, lottery. Mine too. mine too, but we about to get swept, <laughs> but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. I still love my squad. They need to go back to Seattle, though. <laughs> Big facts. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and hit this first question over the head. What characteristics in a woman are y'all most attracted to? Ooh. <sighs> Lovely question. I think. Well, what are we doing? We doing uh, like. Oh, hold on, real quick, and for the people that you know, saying, "Oh, hey, you guys are missing one." Our brother Jalen is in Vegas, living it up. You know, yeah. Sin City. So we just gonna <laughs> hold it down to the boy, come back from his little vacation. Right. You know what they say? Right. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right. You still social distancing. You ain't gotta get on our heads about it. You know, I'm sure you got a mask, mm-hmm. on. man. You know, he's going to get married, Sue, so he ain't going to be that reckless. Man. Protection first. All right, but um, let me think. Right. Uh, we talking about, like, you know, mentally? We talking about physical? What, what, it's literally whatever you're, whatever's attracted to you. There's no... Man, what, yeah, what you find, bro? What you thinking? Hey, I, I have this weird attraction for, like, females who are smarter than me. Like, mm-hmm. if... if 
if you're not smarter than me, I can't do it. That's just like that's my biggest thing. Like that's funny you bring that up because like I said the other like on a episode last week, I had lunch with one of my homies and I literally told him I don't like I'd rather be around people that's smarter than me than mm-hmm. people I have more knowledge than because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people who's always eager to learn and I'd rather mm-hmm. have someone, you know, yeah. that knows more than me that can always put me on rather than always being the smartest one in the room and you know. Yep, putting everybody else on. So yeah, that's funny that you said that. Bro, big facts. I, I, I got got to bro. That that's that's yeah. a big thing for me. Like I, I wanna I wanna have somebody that can you know that I can teach and not only teach but that I can learn from as well. That's very big. Yeah, that's very big to me. That's that's super important. Yeah. Facts. My girl. Very yeah, important. my girl. Very 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 <laughs> smart. She. I would say she's definitely smarter than me. Although one time she gonna hate me when I mention this. I had her write one of my papers for World Religions, and she got me a D plus. But we are not gonna talk about that. No, oh, <laughs> don't do that. Oh, damn. <laughs> wow. She gonna hate me, but I love. I love you though, boo. Wow. <laughs> wow. She gonna beat his ass. Okay, <laughs> what about what about like what's the first thing y'all notice? Like for me, when I'm when I see a girl, I look at like teeth. Teeth is very important to me. A booty for me. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah, no, my like, girl got a wagon. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing about that, but <laughs> what I am gonna say is like if I'm just looking at you, like if we out and I notice you, the first thing I am looking at is your legs, mm. right? Now, if I'm talking to you, right, other than me listening to how you express yourself, right, and the, like your grammar and whatnot, mm. I am looking at your mouth. So like your teeth, right? Because I don't know. My mom always said this, and I'm, I'm paranoid about it to this day. She was like, you always got to watch for people who teeth ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> like you mean like like crooked at, at birth type, type, of, type of ain't right? Or like... like I think she meant more so like if they just like missing teeth or like your mouth just look bogus. Like if you if your teeth look like you bite into a sandwich and you make half the bat symbol, yeah, no. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's I'm not. I can't. I can't do nothing. That's that. tough. <laughs> that's tough. So like, Yo. And I can't. I can't be a hypocrite. So it's like I was fortunate enough to where my teeth are straight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's like, I, like we all say, like, teeth are very important. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, take care of your teeth, take care of your tongue. Man, brush that thing, oh my too. God. Don't neglect Please it. Brush it. Don't man, neglect brush tongue. that tongue. I don't want to see no white. I don't want to see, man, I don't want to see the inside of your mouth looking like the top of a toaster scooter. I don't need to see nothing. Oh, wow. No. Wow, wow. that's tough. Scrub your tongue, it, See, and another thing that I am very attracted to is confidence. Gotta have confidence. See, just to go back to though, um, <laughs> teeth, teeth for me too, but I, lips. Ah. Oh yeah. I can't, yeah, I bro. Can't, I can't have a girl that just got lines because I'm not trying to grind man. teeth at the end. Of the day. <laughs> <laughs> On me, I'm not trying to suck half her face up, man. <laughs> man, so for sure, lips, lips for me for On sure. On me, so like, man, so you said what? Say the question again one more time. Just what characteristics in a woman? Yeah, see, confidence for me too. I'm gonna throw that in there. Yeah, I, you gotta have confidence, yeah, you... bro. Because my confidence is on eleven. You Man. gotta be able to yeah. match my energy. If you oh, can't me. match it, I can't. Like, that's bro, I feel like boy. I'm babysitting, bro. I can't. That's that boy, Mister. Come here. That's Bryson, Mister. Come here, yeah, Mister. Come here. Y'all see me in action? Quit playing with me, <laughs> baby, baby girl. girl. Oh, oh, me. Come here. Hey, girl. How you doing? What's your name? What's the deal? Baby girl, how you doing? You having a good day? Oh, you are? That's good. That's lovely. That's nice to hear. What pop, bro, what like, pop smoke say? Give me lit. 
I dare you. I dare you. Give me lit. I dare you. <laughs> on me. I'm with it all. Mm, man, like, mm. no, but for real, like, when you when you break that down for real, like, confidence, again, we all know women love confidence. Mm-hmm. Men, mm-hmm. Right? And at the same time, with us being, you know, men that we are, it's like confidence in a woman is so attractive because when you think about, again, as a, like, in the society we live in, we're normally the ones that have to go and approach women if we want to talk to them, even though we know you like us too. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about the first time, few times we hang out, we're setting up the dates mm-hmm. more often than not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we have to build our own confidence in ourselves, right? And it's like, when you run into women that don't have that, it's like, you say things, like, they'll, they'll say whatever, and it's like, you don't really believe what you just said. And it's like, that's so unattractive. Yeah. Like, if you feel some type of way about something, just say that. Like, I respect you for being yourself more than you feeling like you need to, ba- like, cater to mm-hmm. me. Or, like, we're in a room full of people, and it's like, okay, you, so you stop being yourself because this person was around. I can't mess with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, like, when I was younger and I would, like, talk to women, and it was like, you get around these group of your friends and you turn into somebody completely mm-hmm. different. I can't mm-hmm. trust you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like confidence is is so key in your woman because I need to know like when you, when you leave me, right? I don't need to worry about you. Yep. Facts. You feel me? I need to know you gonna come back and like did nothing happen. I don't need to be worried about okay, she's with this friend and every time they go out, they always get into some BS because she always talking. Like I don't need to be worried about you because mm-hmm. you might you you are a representation of me and our relationship when you leave the house. You feel me? And vice versa. So if I know I'm solid, I need you to be solid. You feel me? Yo, we talking about characteristics. I need you to be a hustler. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I need you to I need you to be driven. You feel me? It's like you don't need to be on top of everything, but I need you to have drive. Right? It's like not necessarily like you're established, but I need you to like, she's got aspirations. She's got dreams. And again, that comes with the confidence. Like, you know, some some women have boyfriends that are like, he's not in college, but he's like, he has a dream and he's working towards that. You feel me? Somebody could say something about your man, but it's like, no, I know him. He's got this, right? Yeah. Same thing. I need to be like, my woman got that. I'm not, she might not be doing what everybody says uh, somebody her age should be doing, but she's handling her business. And that's my baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, have drive, ambitions, goals, confidence. You feel me? Taking care of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's staying in shape, and that doesn't mean you got to be skinny. You feel me? Don't get it twisted. I don't have a I don't have a preference for one because let me because ex- you know I feel people was talking to me about that when I was talking about big girls on the uh, like two episodes ago. It's like I don't mind slim women because first of all y'all fine too, right? Mm-hmm. Thick you know athletic built women y'all fine too. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm just yeah, saying sucks. I don't have a problem with the extras. <laughs> That's all I was saying. But if we talking about characteristics, it's like. It's really more of like who you are mentally for me that attracts mm-hmm. me to you. But if we talking physically, lips, legs, butt, <laughs> and your teeth. That wagon, you that wagon gotta be dragging. Man, you man for sure do cause boy, <laughs> hey, bro. Oh, and your hair and your hair gotta smell good though. Yeah, I need that. Hey, yeah, hygiene is that. important, bro. Hygiene is important. Sir, but oh. mm-hmm. I, again when Freddie was talking about with the physicals, bro. Eyes, bro. If you got light brown or hazel eyes, bro, oh, oh. Say no. If you Say enjoy less. making eye contact, oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking man. Too, I like to excuse my French. I like to eye fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, like real talk. Like people out there that know what I'm talking about. It's like when I, if I could talk to you without speaking and we just looking at each other. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What 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 sweetie say? That's my type, nigga. That's my type. <laughs> this dude. 
Now let me slide up in there and let me give y'all mine. Mm-hmm. So the uh-huh. first one is for for sure ambitious. I gotta have a woman that either is working towards doing something or knows what she wanna do. That's for sure. Like I don't want no lazy girl. Two fashion sense. My girl for sure got that. Like I'm I'm pretty sure at one point in time, you know, everybody and their mama didn't really care about what they wore. I know that was me, but now that I have more of a fashion sense, I feel like that is very important because I want my girl to kind of match my fly. Good sense of humor. My girl pretty much laughs at everything. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like she, <laughs> have a, she has sympathy for me sometimes, but, oh, you know, yeah, she, yeah, but, I, but I appreciate her for laughing anyway. So good sense of humor for sure. I, we we got to find similar things funny. Hardworking, you know, my girl's mm-hmm. dad, whether it's for her sport or if it's for uh, her classes, like she's putting in extra time to make sure she do well in, in both. So shout out to her and then supportive. I can't remember a time where I was going through something and I, you know, I was kind of down on myself and my girl didn't try to come in, you know, be like, you got this or don't worry about it. So supportive. So for me, it's just ambitious, fashion sense good sense of humor hard working and then supportive and that's pretty much all i need all that all the stuff y'all talking about uh i agree with but for me those are kind of the most important things mm-hmm. yeah i feel that ooh, ooh, ooh. real quick bef- before uh anybody else say something else uh and you anybody can say whatever they want to when i say this but it's like toes are another one um you putting them in your mouth the, if that's wifey mm. Shoot, what you talking about? I eat my girl from head to toe. If that's okay. if that's my queen, wow. what you talking okay. about? That's what I'm talking wow. about. I, I love mean, that energy, but uh, but um, <clears throat> my uh, the other thing for me is you need I need to know that you can take uh rejection uh well because I don't because my thing is life isn't easy and how you handle things when they don't go your way is a big is a mm-hmm. big thing for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like when things don't go your way, are you somebody that completely shuts down and you become negative and disheartened? And it's like you just have like no no fight to to overcome like stuff in your, you know, in your way. Mm-hmm. Like because that's how I am. Like when stuff goes bad, it's not the end of the world. You feel me? Because it's like I always have stuff to look back on. Like I made it to 25. Mm-hmm. A lot of people that I grew up with or that were in my family didn't get to see 25. You feel me? And I take stuff like that very seriously. So it's like, okay, so this something bad happened today, but you know what? I woke up this morning. That's I need to know that your character is strong enough that when stuff gets hard, you just as solid, if not more solid than I am. Mm. So, you know, that's a personality trait that I look for. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Second one. <laughs> All right. So it says, what if y'all vibe what if y'all vibing and it's all good, but the sex is not? Would you stay and try again or quote unquote teach them? Mm. Bro, first of all, if I, my biggest thing is like, I don't really care about sex like that. So, like, yeah, you know, sex is cool, or whatever, but like, if I'm vibing with somebody and like the connection is crazy, so what if the sex is garbage? Because, again, I mean, that's just what y'all do, you know, in y'all private time. But if everything is is excellent, like, you know, outside of that, then, okay, then I can, you know, not be worried about having sex with, with my significant other. Like, that's the least of my worries. 
But now you, if you, if we vibing and everything is cool, like you like all the same stuff I like, and we we can talk and we can joke about anything, like that. That's really what I'm I'm in a relationship for. I'm not in it for the sex. Like, like again, you can literally, you know, it's just literally everywhere. So it's like I'm not getting caught up in. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. For for me, I mean, I feel like when it comes to sex, a lot of the people that aren't having a good time or don't think it's good is because they go into it thinking about themselves, thinking yeah. about what can I get out of it? How can I feel good instead yeah. of making sure that other person, you know, feels good? And, you know, biblically, biblically speaking, sex is meant for, you know, two people that have some type of genuine connection with each mm-hmm. other. That's why it goes hand in hand with marriage. And right. and I feel that, you know, when you and your significant other are in it together and are worried about each other, like, oh, you know, is does that hurt or, you know, is that good? Like when you guys are worried about each other rather than worried about yourselves, I feel like that's when, you know, that element of your relationship becomes better because mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, that's for some type of connection. If you don't have a connection with someone like it, you know, it's nine times, not nine times out of 10, but a good, like eight times out of 10, it's not going to be that good. You feel me? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you need some type of, you know, genuine connection. But at the end of the day, like Bryson said, you know, if that's all you're going into a relationship, you know, and that's all you guys are doing and you guys are not sitting there getting to know each other, you know, that, that intellectual stimulation will stimulate you, for the physical stimulation, you know, mm-hmm. for that physical stimulation. Mm-hmm. So the more you guys yeah. are intertwined and, you know, unlocking each other's <clears throat> intellectuality, everything will become better when you guys are, you know, getting into that element of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, because I know where that, who that question came from, uh, I ain't going to say no names, but I do know that it was a woman that asked that question. Um, for me, breaking that down, my thing is, again, taking, you know, points from both of you, I agree that for me being, getting to this point in my life and having been here for a while, it's like, I need to be, I need to be emotionally comfortable with somebody before I get to that point with them. Mm -hmm. And I know at this point, like, if I'm not comfortable with somebody, I physically couldn't do anything with them anyway. Like, that's just where I'm at with with myself. Like, if I'm not cool with you like that, like my I don't even work. My body don't work <laughs> like it it don't mm-hmm. like you not you not getting none out of me because I'm, I'm not comfortable with you. Like, that's just how it is. And, you know, for me, it's like when people say like, oh, like me, like so the question being, oh, we vibe, but the sex wasn't good. My thing is because a woman asked this question, I'm going to come at it from that angle. Women, y'all do understand that for a man to get his nut off, it's a lot easier compared to Mm y'all. On top of the fact that each one of you has different things, depending on how old you are, that you picked up over time that you use to get you off. So every guy you meet isn't going to automatically know what it is you like in bed the first few times if you don't talk about mm-hmm. it to help you get yours mm-hmm. you feel me mm-hmm. so it's like if your goal is simplistically an orgasm right and he doesn't know how your body works like some women you know you know just to to be real like i've heard women say like you know 
you know, doing anything with their nipples doesn't work or anything with their clip doesn't work. Like it's all penetration. So it's like, if he doesn't know that and he's doing all this extra stuff, you're going to look at him like he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's like, you have to be vocal mm-hmm. about what it is you like and don't like. And a lot of women don't like being vocal. Y'all just like people to figure it Man, out. Man, bro. And that's like, <laughs> how are we supposed to read your mind? How, how do we know exactly. that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like I said it in a few, like a few episodes ago, if not the last one. Like women are like y'all are snowflakes, right? It's like no dude has ev- like ever really complained about you know him getting his dick sucked. It's like as long as I got mine off, it was good. Mm-hmm. But head for a woman is completely mm-hmm. different because I can't mm-hmm. just do the same thing to all of you. Because yeah. <laughs> some of y'all are cool with just one thing. Some of y'all like one. And something else. Some of y'all like, you know, a bunch of things at the same time. You feel me? So you have, like, all of y'all are different. So to say that, oh, if the vibe is cool, but the sex ain't good, first of all, teach that man how to love you. You feel me? Physically. Mm-hmm. Right? If that's what your relationship is, teach him. It's like, y'all, you feel me? Y'all don't have a problem, you know, teaching nobody that you shouldn't be dating no way. You feel me? How to be in a relationship with you, but you don't want to teach nobody how to, you know, make you come i'm just saying like make it make sense my dude so yeah you feel me it's like if this if the vibe is good and he takes care of you he nurtures you make you feel safe and comfortable and you know you can be vulnerable with him okay cool if the sex ain't all that work on it mm-hmm. yeah, like you can't improve at at that like that's a skill mm-hmm. some people are born with that ability some people aren't teach them facts that's your man that's your man teach them mm-hmm. man and just to hop back hop on the train of that man is literally my dudes just make sure you pay attention to the body language because the body language mm-hmm. will tell you mm-hmm. everything very true you feel mm-hmm. me just make sure you pay attention to how she reacts to certain things how she react to other things yes that's yeah, that, that that's is very that, true while they telling you to figure it out you kind of can't figure it out if mm-hmm. you ta- if you want to take that approach but at the same time yes. like freddie said you know women don't be afraid to be vocal you know it's so it's okay to let us know what you do and don't like you feel me yes that is very yes, true. A, a lot of them like to go mm-hmm. back to their friends and be like oh well he was trash he didn't do, this, he didn't do that okay well how was he supposed to do this or do that if you didn't tell him what to do man man Cause don't act like dudes don't be coming back to their homies. Like man, that shit was trash. Oh, yeah. It was dry. Like and we be looking at you crazy too. He's <laughs> like, no, I heard about you. Oh, <laughs> me. You got that wop. That's that weak ass pussy. Don't come. Wow. Back. Wow. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm keeping it real. Like, no comment. Dudes do it. Dudes do it too. So dudes, this, I'm just saying. But. You know, like Brian was saying, like, that's real, though. Like, if you pay attention to the way her body moves, Mm -hmm. the sounds that she's making, you know, it's like if you, you know, a little bit more of a professional and you get some ice, her body temperature will heat up. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And that's another way you can tell the way her breathing changes. Right. For most women, I ain't gonna give you all the tips. I'm just saying, if you're paying attention, you know, there are things you can pick up on that she'll like, because if you're listening, her body will tell you that. Mm -hmm. Facts. All right, this one is probably not even going to take that much time, but I'm pretty sure some women would like to know. As a man, what makes some you guys cry? Like, what makes you guys cry as men? For me, it's honestly, like, I feel like sad movies the most. Like, Pursuit of Happiness was one, oh, man. Bro. Watching Pursuit of Happiness. Oh what about Seven God. Pounds? I nearly lost it. Uh, I never really I never really watched the whole movie. I, I, I don't really like it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I would say Pursuit of Happiness and Coco. 
Like Coco is my go-to movie. Like really? Guess. Wow, that's crazy, bro. bro I, in my opinion, I think wow. I think Coco is probably perhaps the greatest Disney movie. In my in my opinion, just everything about wow. it, and you know, I've always been fascinated with me- Mexican culture anyway. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they you know made Coco and just the storyline and just everything how. Then that's exactly how you know our my Hispanics and Latinas are and Latinos are like they're so family oriented and mm-hmm. I think that yes, was sir. I think that was so dope to see you know give everybody else that's a different ethnicity just a, a glimpse of you know how you know Mexican and Hispanic culture is so that's why personally for me Coco is my favorite movie you know and it made me cry at the end but you know I was man, I was yeah shout out, shout out the culture though yes sir man shout them out yes sir. What about y'all? Yeah, um, <clears throat> definitely movies. Um, like Seven Pounds. Uh, the Val was one that got me a little, you know, a little tail jerky. Ooh. Um, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> it, it's situational. Like, it just depends, bro. Like, if if I can really relate to a situation, that's your like, go-to answer. If whatever. What? It's situational. <laughs> it's situational. Bro, because every, bro, everything is literally like subjective. Everything. And I can't really like be like, oh yeah, this made me cry. This made me cry. Because it I, it really like again, I I rarely cry. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I and if I cry, bro, that's that's real. And like I'm really feeling whatever I'm crying about. Like I'm really feeling it because I do not cry. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just hard to even answer that question. Like movies definitely do. Movies is a big one, just because if it's like something that I've seen, it's like, damn, I want that, or like, damn, like, damn, I can relate to that. It is going, it's going to touch me, and I'm going to cry. So like, I don't know. It it just depends. Definitely like after uh, breakups. Breakups for sure make me cry. Mm. I can get for behind sure. that. I feel that yeah. for sure. Ooh, okay. Um, damn. I always feel like I be getting deep on shit because, like, okay, I understand, like, movies, yeah, like, like if I feel like they're relatable, like, definitely. But for me, the things that really get me emotional are, one, thing like, seeing people that I love, like, hurt. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, in general, it's a feeling of, like, like uh, like I'm like I'm useless like that feeling alone like when there's something like if I can't help somebody and they're in pain like when when let's say for instance like because I don't really cry that much either but the things that I've remembered that that really get me emotional have always been like my grandmother I got RIP was in the hospital like years ago you feel me like I just felt like there was nothing I could do. And that's the kind of stuff that always made me like really sad. I remember walking through the hospital, like by myself and just crying. Cause it was like, I don't know what's going to happen and I can't do anything. Yeah, You know, like even not even, not even joking, like even driving up here, you feel me? Um, like I got low ball emotional because I was thinking about my mom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it was like, I've never been away from her like this and she's never been away from me. And like, she's, I know she's tough, but it was like, I would feel so horrible if anything happened and I wasn't like up the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like bro. not even that, like I'm not even worried about the area she lives in. Cause I know she's fine. And like all of our neighbors know us and like, she's good, but it would be like, 
like I run scenarios like that through my mind, like, oh, like what if something happened to like, like what if something happened to somebody I care about and I couldn't do anything? That's the stuff that makes me emotional. Like something happened to my mom or dad or, or, or even like you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember something that made you emotional, bro. What? That one time when you were uh, playing DC and you was talking about how, you know, you would purchase the $50 that it'll give you extra missions. And you was you was oh looking for, yeah, you was looking for people that do it as well. And I kind of oh explained my. to you, you know, why I wouldn't necessarily do it. And that was just simply off the fact that, you know, I'm never home and I'm never there enough to play it. But like I was telling you, like. When it, if it comes down to it, I'll always, you know, find ways to do things with you just because, pause, just because you, want. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just, just, just because oh. you, you my brother, and you know, I like, and like I was telling you, I like that, you know, the the quality time, whether it's over the the Xbox, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So when I told you that, and you told me the next day, you know, you drove home thinking about it, and you kind of broke down your car. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess since we bringing it up. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I remember that yeah because the homie right. homie called me the next the next uh he was he called me in the car yeah um and I was like I was like bro you good <laughs> yeah was like, it was um so basically the the simple story behind that was is like me and me and obviously the the main the main four guys that I always hang out with which are obviously you two Jalen and Brandon. Mm-hmm. It was like we had always been cool, but because of how I grew up, I never, I never had like a solid group of friends. At least I never mm-hmm. felt that way. And mm-hmm. I, like I got along with people in different groups. Like if you break down a school, like I got along with the nerds or the popular people or the athletes because I could talk about anything. But I never had a solid group of people that I could like trust for real. Mm-hmm. So it was like y'all had always and my mom brought this to my attention because I told her first because she caught me when I was coming in the house. And it was like, you know, like they wouldn't invite you to the stuff that they invite you to or, or spend time with you if they didn't care about you like that. And it was like I knew that, but it never clicked. And I always like not that it was anything you guys did. And I told y'all this like y'all never made me feel like an outcast. It was just like all y'all grew up together so y'all had stories that y'all could talk about. And it was kind of like, oh, like, haha, like, you know, like, you, I'm just there. So it was like, when you said that, something clicked. And it was like, y'all really care about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and all of you have done things to make me feel that way. But it was like, it was just hard when you grow up, like, Wanting something, wanting something so bad, such as siblings, right? Yeah, to I always wanted siblings, and it was like, okay, cool, I'm not gonna have that, but Mm -hmm. you know, it was like to have, you know, a solid, you know, I can, you know, everybody had people around me. It was like you go to their house, or this person comes over, or y'all hang out on the weekend. I didn't get that, and it was always like I never felt accepted anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was like when you said that, it was like I don't know what snapped in my car on the way home thinking about that because to be honest, I was for like Instagram, and it was like if I don't like the way the audio or the visual looks, like I'll delete it and record it again. And it was like I kept doing that, and the more I said it, the more it kept hitting me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like I'm getting like ten. I'm I'm on my way home from work. I think this is like, I think this was before, I think this was before 
was this book? No. I think this was during quarantine, but I was on my way home from somewhere. <laughs> and it was like, the more I kept saying it, the more it kept hitting me like harder and harder. And I was sitting in my car and I'm like, like the fact that that's your honest answer out of your mouth is I would because I enjoy the time because I know how much you like this mm-hmm. stuff. And again, all of y'all had done that. Like y'all do things with each other that bounce off of somebody else's interest. Like we go to the games to, we love basketball and we love watching mm-hmm. you play. You know what I'm saying? Or if it's Bryson's, like when he was playing in his adult league games, like yeah. we love basketball and we love Bryson. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, or if it's, uh, you know, going shopping, you know, getting clothes with, you know, Brandon or Jalen, it's like we like y'all put me onto more things into fashion, but like y'all have a, you know, eye for clothing and like y'all all love each other. And it was like that never clicked for me until somebody said it to me. And it was like I, I felt like in that moment I never had people that really cared about me that way. And when you said that, like that that little kid in me kind of like popped yeah. up and it was like that solidified like you didn't go through all that for mm-hmm. nothing like you don't have to feel like you're alone anymore you know what i'm saying yeah. so like when i got on the box and i was like bro like i always felt like i never fit in anywhere mm-hmm. like i wasn't like weird it was just like i never found my place and then like having y'all around was always like it was like i was like kind of like a stamp moment it was just like you know these like i tell you all the time like y'all are who i prayed for as yeah. a kid mm-hmm. i didn't know i was praying for y'all but i knew i wanted siblings i just didn't know what they were gonna look like and i got you for you know that was like the, the y'all are who i'm close to mm-hmm. obviously i still shout out to to meek shout out to oh Marcus, yeah for sure. shout out to sam those <laughs> are the people that i also consider my brothers as well and then I got my sister for the time that she was here. And I'm I'm so thankful for all of y'all because I tell each of you all the time, or I try to, each one of you taught me something about being a man. Mm-hmm. Whether it was relationships or work or personality or whatever. Like, I've learned something from you guys that I didn't get from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just saying like stuff like like that, like actually breaking that whatever I felt like I needed to be or be distant from people because I don't want to get too attached. Like you guys broke that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It Man. was like, and again, you didn't have to do that. I say it all the time. I'm so, like, you can make friends over the internet mm-hmm. because I met you guys through an app that I would have never got on. Had somebody not suggested Man. Mm-hmm. Brian, Brian put me on Periscope. <laughs> so it's like we talking about things that make you cry. It was like sad stuff is anything happening negatively to anybody around me, and I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling useless or not helpful. And then addressing like I guess that's kind of like childhood trauma. Yeah. Like, I always felt like I wasn't good enough to fit in anywhere. I was never like anybody's first choice. And like, I didn't ever feel like I people had my back. Like I had theirs, but you guys definitely broke that for me. And that's why I tell you guys all the time. Like, I love you guys. I appreciate it. And that's why I don't just say I love you to people because I feel like people do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I want to mean it when I say it. Yep. Yeah. Fact. You know, So when I tell you guys that I mean that because you guys changed my life. 
Man, and just to go off a little bit of what Freddie said at the end, just the childhood trauma thing, Bryson, do you feel there's any childhood traumas you have? Like for me personally, you know, I used to get bullied in middle school and, you know, for the longest, that's why I feel like I'm so, so conscious about the way I look. And I'm always looking in the mirror, making sure I don't have some on my face. It's just simply the fact that, you know, I don't want anybody to say something because it'll bring up those, you know, memories I had in middle school. People always picking on, you know, my ears, the fact that I don't have a lot of cartilage on my ears or, you know, different things. So from being, you know, from being a child, I was always just so conscious. And I like for the longest time, I never liked how I looked. You know, until I until now, and I have people to tell me. You know, I, I have a I have a loving fiance that tells me all the time that I look good. So, I mean, that reassurance definitely feels good. But for me, that was definitely a childhood trauma for a very long time. You feel like you have any? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just, I mean, growing up was tough. Like, I just felt like nobody really cared about me. To be honest, growing up, like anywhere, mm-hmm. and I just feel like, like even in the family, I feel like I was a black sheep because mm-hmm. I I didn't get along with you. I didn't get along with Amanda, and I for sure didn't get along with Amber. So like, that's because you. That's my acting you out. <laughs> yeah, like my acting out was me trying to get attention, and nobody gave it to mm-hmm. me. Even in school, like nobody really cared about me like that. Like I remember, uh, I had you know my best friend Charles. That was probably it. The one, the only person who I really felt like was really cool, like and actually like you know accepted me for who I was. But other than that, like I just felt like I was kind of a lone sheep in the world. So like that's why now, it's like. I don't really have any emotional attachments to anybody. Mm. And I mean, I wish I wasn't like that, but you know, growing up how we grew up and I understand, you know, everything that y'all did was like, it wasn't like really serious. It was a joke, but like that, I really took that to heart. And our, like our family was weird. Like even when I was younger, my sister and I, like she was, you know, a little hurt that she was no longer the only child. So she used to mistreat me a lot. Like, all all I wanted when I was a kid was her attention. Shout out Amanda. Uh, all I wanted when I was younger was her attention, and she never really gave it to me. She was always mistreating me. She was always ignoring me. By the way, I don't know how I got the nickname Noah. I used to call her Noah. <laughs> and, her, and her name Amanda. That's not yeah. even remotely close. <laughs> but I used to call her that, and she used to ignore me. And, like, you know, until I got to a certain age, you know, our relationship never blossomed to how it is now. Like, now, you know, I love my sister more than every, anything, and I, you know, view her as a role model. I view her as someone I can look up to, someone who's definitely hardworking, you know, single mother who, you know, yeah, ma- makes it just look so effortless, just like our mom. Like, you know, she she – putting in nights at the hospital, putting in days at the hospital while she's about to launch her own boutique, you know, her own clothing. Cause my sister cold with the, with the sewing machine. I'm not even going to cap. Yeah, she, she, she cold with the sewing machine. She done so many fashion things for me, whether it's my jeans, whether it's adding a patch to something like my, my sister is, you know, she's really, really, really talented. So I'm really, really intrigued to see, you know, what she do with the fashion thing. Yeah, like I, our family was I, never I'm, really close. We also we also mm-hmm. had another sister that we never, you know, really lived with. Shout out Danielle, and mm-hmm. you know we we love we love her just as much as you know we love you know yeah, everybody else. Show, and we there were so many times you know when we were younger, we all we wanted was just to hang out with her too. But you know complications, you know, kind of stopped that from happening. Mm-hmm. But you know, man, we always I used feel to ask like this for a lot, bro. Even when we went to Disneyland, man, all that we used to ask for her all the time, man. All and, the time. And I just wish now. I just wish, you know. Well, eventually I'm gonna go visit her this year, but 
I just feel like there's so much lost time that needs to be made up yeah. in terms of her, you know, because, you know, we didn't really get to see each other all the time. And, yeah. you know, that's something that, you know, that's all we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's deep, bro. Just as, again, somebody on the outside, I pray, pray for you all the time. But, you know, just being in a semi-similar spot to where to where you are right now, to where you at, Bryson, it's just like, I pray if it's on your heart, I pray that if that's any, if that's something you want to change, just the, your emotional attachment to people, I pray that, that that happens in a way that's comfortable for you on your time in your own way. If that's something that you want to do, whether that's with you and, and, and Brian, whether that's you with anybody else, I pray that if that's something that's on your heart, that, that God let that happen for you. Yeah, for mm-hmm. Cause I was like that before I met you. I didn't get, I didn't care about nobody like that unless it was like my mom and that was it. Oh no, I care. I, I, <laughs> I care about all of y'all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, wrong, like it's, it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm just weird, bro. I'm just wired really, 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 really different. I feel that. that that's you know, that's yeah, a tourist. That's a tourist thing. I, it might be. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it is. Y'all niggas weird. No, yeah, that's cool. I love being weird. All right, what make man. what makes a man a man? Oof. I'm gonna take a page out of Bryson. Book. I, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Let me steal Bryson catchphrase for a second. It's situation for me. I feel like like I kind of talk. We kind of talked about this before, and for me, I feel like it's very very situational in a in a manner of. It's based on your environment. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're young and when you're in middle school or you're elementary school, you have an environment to where all you see, the only fathers you see coming home are are businessmen and CEOs and, you know, very, very successful people. You go and strive to be that. That's what you view as a man, someone who, you know, works hard, you know. Uh, is a CEO or, you know, provides for their family. So if you're constantly seeing that, um, that's what you're going to ideally think is a man and also could go into terms of what, what you watch on TV as well. If you constantly seeing shows where, you know, the man is very successful and he's, you know, very hardworking, that's what you're going to view a man. But you can also flip that if you're in, in the projects for that's why, you know, our black youth, you know, kind of go down the wrong path because yeah. their definition of a man is usually what they see, which is, you know, gang banging or, you know, you got to sell dope to provide for the yeah, family. Bro, especially or, from Long Beach. Or you got to have a gun in your, in your waist, like just things like that. Like, so it's just very environmental and it just depends on, you know, how you grow up, what you're used to seeing, because whether we believe it or not, kids absorb a lot and, whether you think they're paying attention or not, they're definitely paying attention. So that's why I feel like the environment of a child is, you know, the most important uh, in terms of their development into their adolescence and then their early adult years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Def- definitely yeah. would agree with that. Um, you know, just to, to clarify, because I know we're going to have people that, that say something about it. Not that it's definitely not that all or most of black youth see that it's just that it is very common yeah. in a lot of you know black youth's lives depending on where you come from that you initially see a negative you know influence mm-hmm. you know from somewhere that you're living at but again like we said it depends on your environment again and i say it depends on what you see outside and inside of your home because uh for me it was never about 
you know, being successful, my thing was always being a great partner to my wife. Mm. You feel me? And just to, to, to clarify or expound on that, like I grew up, you feel me? My parents got divorced when I was seven and it was like the last image I remember of them being together was them arguing. Mm -hmm. Right. And for years I told myself like, again, and I love, I want to make sure this is plain as day. I love my dad. Right. I don't want nobody to say none. I'm I'm saying in a negative Mm -hmm. way, I love my father. But in my life, what I learned from my dad to be a man, most of what I learned was from what he didn't do. And I say this a lot, or I've said this plenty of times. It's like, I learned from him in reverse. And it was like, the main thing I attribute to my dad teaching me that I can remember is how to drive a car and how to take care of a car. That's what I remember us spending the most time doing together and him teaching me. Other than that, I had grown up after they got divorced thinking, I'm not going to do my wife like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I, I, me and him have had this conversation and we cleared the air and I'm so thankful that we were able to do that before I came up here. And it was like, I still love my dad, but it was like, people like, and we put this on the, uh, the page, you put this on the page earlier, it was like, people make mistakes. You feel me? That just makes them human. You don't have to suffer for that your whole life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And, you know, that's kind of the relationship with my dad. Like, for me, it was never about being successful because my mom gave me enough to be like, I'm going to handle my business. Like, I got that. But the main priority for me in terms of being a man was on top of taking care of your woman was making sure you're a good partner to her. Mm -hmm. That for me is super important. It's not about we look good together. We make money together. It's like, when it comes down to when you break down everything that you know comes with this world and get rid of all that like the money and the house and the cars and whatever it is like what do you really have you feel me it's like i want to be able for me and and my woman whoever that is to be able to talk without using words to to like you know somebody you know said to me earlier it's like speaking a language that only we know you feel me? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That was always where my brain was at. And that's why I'm always so big on relationships. That's why I don't condone negative behavior from anybody. You feel me? I don't condone, like my, my parents got divorced, right? I don't condone cheating. You feel me? I ain't never done none of that. You feel me? And that's always been a strong point for me because I saw what it did to me. And it was like, I'm never going to make my kids feel like that. Because I grew up and I thought it was my fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I made the picture in my mind of what I thought a man was supposed to be. And it was supposed to be somebody that was there for his woman when she needs him to be able to pick her up when she's hurting and vice versa for her. Mm-hmm. Somebody that understands that I may mess up, but can I get the benefit of the doubt to correct my mistake? Mm-hmm. It, that's big. That's super big for me. You feel <clears throat> me? Cause like I'm not perfect and I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You feel me? That's why I don't look at people like I, like I don't trust nobody until like, no, I give you trust. It's up to you to keep it there. Because if you mess up, that's on you. Mm-hmm. Don't ever think that I shortchanged you because I had a negative outlook on people. No, I don't do that. When you mess up with me, that's because of your actions. So if we're talking about, you know, relationships and being a man, it's like I need to be able to give my wife the same things that I want, my girl the same things that I would want. I make mistakes. She's going to make them too. Every relationship you have, people have the ability to hurt you, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. But when I hurt you, are you 
big enough to tell me I didn't like when you did that and it made me feel like this. And can you let me fix it? Mm-hmm. If I choose not to fix it, then we go on from there. But if you don't give me the opportunity to make it right, you shortchanging me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's like, I feel like I'm more invested in making this work than you are. Thanks. And just and even and, to dig a little deeper on that, <clears throat> how would how would you feel about your woman considering herself a bad, you know, B, you know? I, okay. Uh uh I'm I'm just gonna keep mine short because I know we gotta let I'm gonna let Bryson get to his. Everybody that knows me, especially women, know I do not allow you to call yourself a bitch in my presence. Oh, call sign. Ever. No woman is ever allowed to call herself a bitch in my presence. Call sign. Ever. Call don't sign. matter who you don't matter who you are, don't matter if you're using it in a positive aspect. Retweet. It Favor. I will I never Folk let tweet. any woman call, like say any, call herself a bitch ever in my presence. Man, I don't even and, I don't even let y'all open your own door. What makes you think I'm gonna oh, let you call oh, that? Me, call yourself bro. that. On oh, me. I'm sorry. Like, whenever you whenever you I, hey Freddie, what what we do whenever they get too close to the handle? Ah, ah, don't touch it. Ah, what you doing? Leave it alone. <laughs> I know you ain't raised your hand to touch no door handle when you out with me right now. Man. Who who raised you? Man. Stop that. <laughs> facts, facts. Don't disrespect me like that and touch that handle. It's like, and ooh, we was talking about stuff that you, man, when, if I go out with somebody like once and I got to put her on, all right, cool. If we go out again, and I catch her like standing there at the door because she like, oh, that's so sad. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, you pay attention. I like you. This dude, pretty. Like, bro, I don't know. Oh my gosh, I ain't gonna say who. I'm just gonna say like, first of all, both of y'all know him. Uh, know her. Okay, sorry. Uh, and it was like we went out, but we had gone out before, and it was like you know, I'm keeping short, but you know. Like, we had gone out, and I, she figured, you know, like, I don't let her touch handles. So I caught her standing there. Like, you know how a girl will stand there with her hands behind her back? Yeah. And she'll be kind of like, she'll be like twisting yeah, a little bit. Uh-huh. She was looking at me. I was like, Hey, bro, I'm getting chills from that, bro. That's dope. Bro. That's so dope. Yeah, bro. Like, she paying attention. Like, I like doing stuff for my woman, dog. Like, and she pay attention, like, because she know Big Daddy going to do it. <laughs> but... But again, just to how do I feel like I don't let any woman, friend, you know, anybody I'm intimate with, you don't call yourself a bitch. Cause I'd be like, cause if we on FaceTime and they'll say it talking, I'm like, you a what? <laughs> you said, huh? What? Yeah. And then they shut down, like, you right, my bad. Um, and then they'll say something positive. And I'm like, cause my thing is I took a quote that somebody said is like, never refer to yourself in a negative way because your your spirit doesn't know the difference between you joking or not. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, that's why like I really don't call myself ugly no more, even though I never meant it in a negative way. Yeah. It's just like I know like I know like I I'm attractive, but it's like I'm not ever gonna call myself ugly like that for real, like anymore. And I try not to do it anymore. So it's like women, again, like we said on the previous episode, like y'all live in a society where you get talked down on daily. So it's like I'm not gonna let you do it around me just because it's the popular thing to do. Like you don't no woman calls themselves a bitch in my presence ever. As an adult, no woman has ever done that. Like after the first time, so I don't co-sign that at all. Man, I don't, I don't condone dudes calling them that, them that, or oh, bro, like, for real, bro. In, anytime oh, I've don't. heard, anytime I've heard any of my brothers say that in the party, I'm like, hey, bro, chill out. Like, nah, I don't, I don't mess with that. Like, don't. we gonna, we gonna respect Ooh. women because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you gotta remember what your mom did for you, and Ass. that's always what I do at the end of the day. So if I ever hear people calling women bees or hoes, like I, I'm, I'm checking that for sure, bro. You know what? 
I can't stand when dudes call their girlfriend. Oh, they bro, bitch. I don't. Hey, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. Understand that, bro. That's so backwards, bro. I don't bro. understand that. I'm like, yeah, bro, that's your yeah, women, dog. Nah, that huh? weird, me and my bitch, like, huh? oh, that's weird. And then women that be co-signing that stuff, like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm his bitch. Like, no, what? What is you wrong cool with you? Being disre- like, you cool being disrespected like that? Facts. But he don't mean he don't mean it like that. It's like, no. Nah, but bro, what is the definition of it? On me, like, <laughs> like no, oh, you what? ain't nobody's bitch. You somebody queen, bro. Like, treat you need to start respecting yourself. He was talking about that too. Like, self love is a mm-hmm. thing. Like. What you will put up with is a representation of how you feel about yourself. Yeah, bro. And my, hey, my biggest thing is that you can't you can't love somebody else if you don't love yourself. That's Facts. first and foremost. Facts. So if you don't love yourself and you're in a relationship, you ain't in love right you now. You need to check yourself. You really need to check yourself. Uh, man. Now so that we can have time for Bryson a little question right here. For Bryson, I'm gonna let you go ahead and answer. What is faith without trust? How can someone have faith but not trust? Isn't faith built around the ideas of trust? Breaking mm. down. See, my biggest thing with that is I feel like let me see, let me see. Because I had wrote something down. I said trust is something you show, and faith is something that you have, like, you know, mentally and you think about. I said, so like you can't have faith in someone if you don't trust them. Mm-hmm. So my thing is you have right. to you have to be able to trust somebody before you like in relationship terms, you gotta have trust with somebody before you can even, you know, have the faith that y'all relationship will work out. Mm-hmm. And and that's and, that's that's where I stand with that. Man, okay. And I and I piggyback on that like Lily. It's for me, I feel like it's one and the same. And again, mm-hmm. all my examples are biblically speaking because you know god's not gonna test you he's gonna when he tests your faith he tests how much you trust him Mm -hmm. you know if if you know you've been getting all these blessings and then all of a sudden something bad happens that's god testing you to see if are you are you willing to give him his praises when stuff is going bad just like you will when things are going good Mm -hmm. that's how god that's how god tests people's faith slash trust in him so um, I kind of agree with Bryson. Feel like they're one and the same. You can't have one without the other, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like think about it. Like really, it's like yeah, I trust you, but I don't have faith in us. Like what? Is, how does that even make sense? Like you, that that sentence don't even don't even sit like well together. It really don't. Like that's that's my biggest thing though. You got to They gotta both be you know the same. Got to. Yeah, no, I, I co-signed that for sure. That's y'all. Y'all said pretty much what I was gonna say. I, for yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, 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 shake, laugh. So, oh, I, I, I'm like Brian. I got the approval from everybody. Okay, let's go to the next segment. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Right. Got the All right, yes, sir. Now let's get to that next segment. Would you rather? Oh, oh gosh. Boy. Oh my god. Here gosh. we go. <laughs> we all it's about to get crazy. We all had this growing up. We always played this game. So the first one I'm gonna have is would you rather have one eye or one nostril? We're gonna start off real easy and light. <laughs> Give me the nostril. Uh, one, one nostril. Give me the nostril. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to take my nostril, bro, because it's a lot of, my nose is so sensitive and I can smell a lot of things, bro. If I can knock that down to fifty percent, that'll be amazing. Cause some of y'all be okay. stinking, bro. I'ma just say something, bro. I can't stand musty people, butt. bro. Take a shower, put some on. Cologne is a thing. Wash oh your ass. God. Wash your crack, bro. Good. I don't Lord. know. I th- I, th- I think I might go with the one eye. Why? Are you tripping? So I can wear an eye patch. I have a good <laughs> okay. reason to wear an eye patch. <laughs> what's bro, your, what's come your pirate on, bro. name? I can- 
I can okay, make... Rick the Ruler. <laughs> Slick Rick. What's, what's your pirate name, B? I don't know. I might just say my nick my nickname might just be Walk the Plank. <laughs> oh my god. I don't I don't know, man. I'm about to change his name in my phone right now. <laughs> walk the Mr. Walk the Plank. Walk the Plank. Walk the Plank. Hey man, you can you can you can wear an eye patch, bro. Nah, I'm good. You really gonna be Cyclops from X-Men. Oh me. <laughs> Good, good luck blowing your nose with one nostril, dog. <laughs> hey, man, we all been sick before. I could do that. For real. <laughs> but that I depth can... perception going to be a mug with only one eye. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, baby, see that? Man. Man, good plan with me. I'm going with ain't going to be hooping no more. One eye, one patch. Hey, man. I'm still gonna be nice on the hoop. I just can't see it when somebody calls. So I just, I'm gonna just need everybody to call Wolf when somebody behind me. <laughs> Wolf, That's we gonna be in the handicap league. Wolf. All right, we gonna head to this next one. Would you rather lose the ability to lie or believe everything you've been told? Lose the ability to lie. I don't care who feelings I hurt with the truth. Yeah, but you don't respect me though. I mean, well, oh, I, I be telling the truth. <laughs> Anyway, bro, and people hate it. I'm, I'm Man. just a little. I be a little too, you know. I really don't have a filter. That's something I gotta work on though myself. I gotta learn how to word things the right way so I don't offend more people. You know, that's my biggest thing that I need to learn. Hey man, some people need to get their feelings hurt. Man, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep this one simple because y'all already know where I'm going with this. This is gonna be in our conspiracy, you know, episode. Oh. But <laughs> oh my goodness. but I can't I can't deal with people that believe everything they've been told. Like you know. Just from watching the media itself, like literally, they lie to you on a regular basis, and you guys Facts. Eat, eat it they up all, like it's no tomorrow. And all all stations literally say the same exact thing. How do you think? How you how do you think that's not weird? Like how you don't see past that? Like, People just on, believe man. in stuff that's you know controlled by six companies. All the yeah, media bro. outlets are controlled by six six companies, six companies so, bro. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna just leave it at that and just say I'm definitely gonna. I'd rather uh, lose the ability to lie. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So you know we are honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you Would you rather look ten years old from the neck up? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or the neck down? <laughs> neck up. Call that neck up. Uh uh-uh. Neck up. I cut the beard right now. Neck up. Mm-mm. People already tell me like exactly 12, what haircut so. I had at ten. Man, I go back to the fades, Mm-mm. the the one all over. Mm-mm. Man, I feel like, I, <laughs> bro, I've been told, I've been told I've had a baby face for so long, yeah, so bro. I feel like I already look ten years old in the face. But I'm gonna go, Tracks. I'm gonna go ahead and go with the neck up for yeah, sure. For sure, that's man. I'm coasting I'm, with that. Uh-uh. Shoot, I'm 25 and people still tell me I look 19. Bro. So I'm cool with that. Bro. I'll take the neck up because neck down. Uh uh-uh, uh, we. Ain't- bro, tell me why the other day I had. Just shaved my mustache. It was like a couple of months ago. I had shaved my mustache in my, in you know, whatever facial hair I had. And this lady was like, "Oh, can I see your ID?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm for, I'm forgetting. I cut all my, you know, my facial hair and stuff. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she was like, "Oh, you're you're 23." I was like, "Yeah, what Man. you thought I was?" She was like, "Oh, I thought you was 15, 16." Wow. Oh, wow. Well, well. Oh, yeah, that, that brings something up. That boy D Burn wanted you wanted me to tell you to keep growing your, your face. Yeah, he do, but I, bro, I can't do it, bro. That's not for me, man. I just be feeling real nasty. I, I, I can't look at myself with my beard is like that. I just can't do it. That's I'll I, I do it, you know, later later on. But at, right now, I got to keep no, no beard for me right now. I'm going to just man, keep my little boy, chin here. 
All I got to say is your boy see his coming in, and people see it, too. Yeah, you, you yours is for sure coming in, G. I see you, G. So, I see you know, working yeah, on it, G. I see you, nice. G. I see you, G. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you, G. Com- Carmody, Get real lucky you stay for my Thank you, G. All right. What's next question? All right. Now, this one, I'm real <clears throat> interested to see how what Freddie is, because I feel like I'm, I respect Freddie a lot, and I feel like he has both of these. Would you rather be the funniest in the room or the most intelligent? Y'all already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I want to be funny, dog. I need all. <laughs> I want to be funny. I got to, bro. Damn. You know, it's, that brings damn, that's kind of. That's I'm a, only saying that because that, that brings enjoyment to me when I can make others laugh, bro. Like, like being, being yeah. the, mo- the smartest person ain't going to do nothing for me. Like, I, I want to be able to have the ability to make everybody, you know, in the room, damn. bring them some, some form uh, of enjoyment. Yeah, I feel like I'll be on the funniest in the room because I feel like those type of people have the personalities that can take over a room. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I'll for sure go with, you know, funniest in the room over intelligence. Because, again, I, I do like being in a room where there's where there's people smarter than me at already. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with being the funniest. Yeah. My See, man is right torn right there. My man is torn. Yeah, see, I knew what I wanted to say when we first like fielded these mm-hmm. questions. Like, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be the fun- I'll be the smartest." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, we said it earlier. Like, I like, you know, even if we're talking about dating or just being in a room, like it's cool, like having conversations with people who know more about stuff than you do. Facts. Yeah. Like, I get enjoyment out of that, and I also get enjoyment out of making people laugh or feel better. Like. Damn. Facts. Like, Just for example, Freddie, like how you're super ah, into comics and you know your comics. Like, I'm someone who's into comics, but I wouldn't read comics. You know, reading isn't really my thing, even though I'm trying to get into it. But the fact mm-hmm. that you can explain certain <laughs> things in comics, you know, I always find that interesting. Yeah, so, like, for whenever it's something like that that I'm interested in that, you know, I wouldn't do my own research on, but people are knowledgeable and they'll pass it on to me. I feel like mm-hmm. that's why I would much rather just be the funniest because I'd rather have somebody pass down knowledge than me passing down knowledge. Yeah. Oh, damn. You know what? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro. Take the gloves if I off. Still, if I, Beating yourself if up. I still got, man, if I still got y'all two in my life and y'all both funny, I'll take the intellectual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay. if, if y'all make me laugh, I'm good. Y'all make me laugh. <laughs> All right, now. Would you rather have three kids with no money mm. or no kids with three million dollars? Mm. Can I tell that boy, give me my can, money? Can I adopt? <laughs> uh, no, you can't adopt. Okay. No kids. Mm. Oh, wait, hold I'd on. I'd rather, I'd rather take the three kids with no money, bro. Because I know, bro, everybody knows, bro, how much I've been talking about how I want to be a father. Like, mm-hmm. I just like seeing you know, other people and their kids, like, and how they, how, again, I used to work with kids and like seeing how the kids gravitated towards me opposed to everybody else. Like, Oh, whose group you want to be in? Mr. Bryson's Mr. Bryson's. It's like, <clears throat> bro, I've always loved kids and not in mm-hmm. no fucking weirdo perfect pedophilia bro, way. Well, we know, <laughs> like, we yeah, know, I know, but I got to say, because there's really weirdos out here, dude. It's like, dudes is really weird. And like, for me, it's like, bro, I love kids. Like, it's something about seeing seeing a smaller human grow that is just very interesting. Like that that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm really looking forward to having a kid, bro. Like Ooh. not even, you know, for them to be like me. I want to see them grow and develop and see who they will be. You know what I mean? 
like that that's yeah. just super interesting and for me to have like you know I, so i'm gonna just go with the three kids with no money bro I, that's that's rich in yeah. itself for me because just just off how much i love kids yeah i'm gonna say the same thing because uh working at camp at concordia you know i always had the kids that wanted to be on my team Oh, I want to be on Brian's team. Can I be on your team? Oh, can you make a trade? Please, please trade me on your team. That was stuff I was hearing all the time. So, like, kids naturally gravitate towards me just because, you know, I always put put a point of emphasis to be a person that kids can look up to. Like, if I was a kid, how would I want this person to run camp? How, How would I want him to be a role model? So, I make sure I always hold myself to that standard. So, for sure, when I'm around kids, I always be like, how can I be, even if they don't have no siblings, for example, how could I be the best, you know, big brother? Or, you know, how could I be the best, you know, role model for them so that they can, you know, move in the right path? So, for sure, kids is, you know, something that I definitely, definitely, definitely have to have in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think I would agree as well. Um, just for me, for the people that know me for real. And even for those of you that don't, I've been saying since I was 12 years old <clears throat> that I've always wanted a daughter. Oh, man. You for sure be saying You've been saying that forever. Since <laughs> before I met any of you guys, anybody I'm close to now, I've said since I was 12 years old, before I was even remotely interested in baby-making process, like I've always wanted a little girl and you know, people have been trying to dissuade me and discourage me for years. Like, you know, girls are a handful, this, that, and the third, but it was like, I just took a realistic approach to it. It's like, for me, I understand that, you know, I know who I am as a man and the men that I'm around. Mm -hmm. And I also know the women that I keep around me. So it's like, I know that it's stuff that she's going to do and, you know, stereotypically, like, oh, you're not dating till you're married. Like, I'm not going to be that dad. My thing is, with any of my kids, I just want to prepare. I want to give you the tools to go into the world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take you, like, oh, well, uh, don't have sex. Sex is nasty. Like, no, I want to prepare you for that. Mm-hmm. Do it when you're ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things that she's going to do because I was at the same age as her as a boy, and I know what I was doing. Facts. So it's like, I'm not going to, you know, stay over her like a hawk it's just like i want you to be able to take care of yourself you feel me because the world isn't gonna do that and once you leave my house if you go to college or whatever it's like i'm not gonna be there so if i don't prepare you well that's on me as a parent so you know three kids is cool but everybody knows i've wanted a daughter for over a decade now i'll i have her first article of clothing in my room right now (laughs) i've had it for a couple years it's a throwback uh, Laker Kobe number eight jersey. Um, I got it way before he died, which and it means a lot more now since he's uh passed. RIP again. But again, that's that's how much that means to me. Like I wanted a girl so bad that I saw you know an article of clothing and it was like I have to get that for her. And she's not even here yet. So <laughs> like I'll take the I'll take the three kids because that means going on a date with my daughter like. Stuff like that is just so cool to me. Like that's that that makes me happy. So I take the three kids, bro. For sure, man. And just to let you know, future boys know, future kids that ain't even thought of, my my daughter's hands will be registered. She don't know how to defend herself. So <laughs> act up oh, if you fact. want to. Mm-hmm. She gonna be the fact. one drop mm-hmm. you. I'm she not gonna call me. She gonna handle the situation herself. So big facts. Mm-hmm. That's all I got my to say got on that. Uncles. <laughs> yep, they probably gonna have sons. And let me tell you something. If any of y'all raggedy. 
musty, crusty, <laughs> dusty. If any of y'all, first of all, ain't nobody putting their hands on my baby. That's for one. If I have sons, any of y'all raggedy little girls that put your hands on my son, best believe her mom is going to tell you, if they put their hands on you, drop her. It's like, don't play, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Don't care. But if they put their hands on you first, now don't hit no girl. We ain't doing that. But you ain't going to be hitting my sons. Don't do mm-hmm. that. That is not what's happening. Okay, okay. We can we can handle that. We can we can we can rock with that. Mm-hmm. Would you rather date someone you love or date someone who loves you? Now this oh. one was a tough <laughs> one. Uh, this one hard, was a tough bro. one because like like I said, you know, they put family matters on Hulu and just to see how hard yeah. and persistent Steve is to get lower, but she just does not love him back and to have that type of love for someone and not get it reciprocated i just feel like that's got to be the worst feeling ever the worst feeling ever but at the same time when you truly love someone i feel like it's such a special feeling that Mm -hmm. you know you know everyone should or if not got to experience because it it, it's love is just i don't know it's just that's literally something that's just so hard to describe Mm mm-hmm but I don't know if I can be in love with someone they not love me back. Like that's really gut wrenching. Oh yeah, bro. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. That's but that's I'm, really tough. I'm gonna just keep it short and just say date someone who loves me. So you like them, you just don't love them, or you don't like them. I like them. You like them, but you just don't love them. You're not there yet. Yeah, you're I not think, there I yet. think I think I think I I can I can I uh Cause I already did the whole like you know dating somebody that you know I was in love with, but they didn't feel this like they weren't like at that level with me yet, mm-hmm. and that shit hurt. <laughs> like I'm gonna just be honest, that, yeah, it do. Yes, bro. it's just ugh. that hurt bad. Oh, the worst. But but being in that in that mind state though, like it, it just felt so good, bro. There's no other feeling, bro. Like. Like I always said, like I feel like love is like the biggest drug. Mm-hmm. Cause it feel good, it do, when it's bro. good. Ooh, wait. <laughs> when it's bad, mm. so, there's a stake in your heart, man. That y'all remember that first heartbreak? <laughs> nope, I don't. Because <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't think no. Because honestly, I don't think I've ever been in love with anyone. Like I have my girl, like. You know, mm. you know, when you date and you say I love you, but you don't really know what it truly is until I feel like you don't really know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like you don't really know what love is until you get to your your early adult years when you start to understand feelings yeah, and all that. Real. But I could be wrong. You know, you you know, it's different for everybody. But for me, I don't yeah. feel like I ever really loved anyone like I love my girl now. So of course, true. So I so I wouldn't say I wouldn't go on a limb and say I've I've ever had a heartbreak because you know I still got my first love. True, mm. man. I wish I can. Never mind. Let yeah, me not even. Yeah, wish let I me could, not even wish say I could that. Relate to that. Hey, Bryce, you got to speak it into the air, dog. You got to just <laughs> ask, ask God for it, and he'll he'll make a way, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling, hey, you, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I ain't about, no bro, joke, I ain't about nobody. I'm trying to get out of debt, bro. <laughs> worried about nobody right now. I got a six-month plan, oh. though. Just know. Oh, bro. Yeah. 
we like, yeah, I'm gonna have to say that for another time. But that first heartbreaking on oh, man. bro, that's tough, man. Y- y'all want to hear something crazy? I've been over here going through it, bro. But what? My girl twists my hair, and I'm over here patting it like I got a weave in my head. <laughs> <laughs> this jaw itching, bro. Now I know what. Now I know what my uh, my queens be going through, bro. My that boy jaw is itch, bro. It's itching so bad, like it's. I've been itching this whole podcast episode, like it's crazy. Hey, one of my one of the homies. Uh, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna put her out there, but her braids look so tight, bro. She looks surprised every time I see her. <laughs> wow, <laughs> her wow. braids are so tight, bro. Wow. And they look, don't get me wrong, they look good, but like that boy's just surprised. So tight. I know her head hurt. Oh, yeah, good for Lord. sure. Got to. All right, now we're going to get to this last question. Would mm-hmm. you rather have the ability to read minds or accurately predict the future? <sighs> I feel like I feel like I would rather read minds just because it, it, it can help you get to where you want to get to. Like, say, for example, you know, you're interviewing and you're like, or you come across a CEO for a company and you like just you know chopping it up with whether he likes you or not like oh like this dude weird he talking about some weird stuff or oh okay <laughs> like he he or he like like he knows his stuff like I feel like you can it'll be easier to move up in certain things that you want to do and to have a successful life so for me I would much rather have the ability to read minds because I feel like I can affect my future if that makes sense yeah I, I I'm gonna say read in mind because I feel like it would just for me like my biggest thing is I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable and it's like if you're not telling me or like well I can I can already tell by body language but like for me with my knowledge on how body language works and then on top of that I can read your mind bro I feel like I would just be able to touch a lot of people differently than what I what I can now and I hate I repeat it again I hate making people feel uncomfortable. And they don't know how to tell me that, okay, that's, you know, that's not something I want to talk about. Because a lot of people aren't very vocal like that. So uh-huh. it's like, for me, I think I would, I would, I would, you know, definitely take the reading minds thing for sure. What, uh, what about you, Fretro? I'm, I'm intrigued to know again. I think I would say the same for me because, or reading minds. Just because it's like a moment to moment thing. I think accurately being able to read the future, it was kind of like, I feel like that would kind of be like hand in hand. Like I can predict my movements with interactions with people mm-hmm. like ahead of them, like knowing what I'm going to do because they don't know I can read their mind. Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, if I'm going into an interview, it's like I'm in control of this. Facts. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, I know he's he or she's going to say this. I know he or she is going to say that. Like, going on a date, right? And it's like reading somebody's mind. My, like, again, again, using it for positive. Yeah, effects, for sure. Like, if that's what we're doing. I don't want to be selfish like, mind, John, at all. Right, exactly. Like, if I'm going on a date with somebody I really like, like, that'll help me, like, you know what I'm saying, say, you know, again, I don't have that problem anyway, but it's like being able to, like, if we're on, if I'm with my girl and it's like, She's feeling like this, but she's not telling me the problem. And I can read her mind me like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go get her this because I know that will make her feel better. Like stuff like that uh-huh. would like really come in handy. So, you know, I, I think I would much rather, because again, like accurately predicting the future, like as I got older, like you would think that was cool as a kid, but it's like, it kind of takes the fun out of life. Man. You yeah. know, because I can turn reading somebody's mind on and off. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if I know, okay, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. It's kind of like, eh, like, I still have control over what I want to do. Like, if I'm just like, okay, I know I'm going to do this and I'm going to be successful. I know if I do that, it's not going to work. Like, I think I'd rather read, read minds, you know what I'm saying? And be able to, you know, tell if somebody's lying or not. Like, you know, if I wanted to be a, a cop or something, like, that might help me do whatever. Or, like, expose, you know, you know, negativity because I could tell, oh, you're lying. Like, oh, this person's going to do that. You know, like, yep. again, using it for positive things because I could use it for negative, mm-hmm. you know. You know, if I'm being positive with my stuff, I think I'd much rather read people's minds. Okay, okay, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another episode. Product of Long Beach Podcast. We hope you guys enjoy this. Like I said on our story, you know, after this episode, we're going to kind of do a freestyle episode to where, you know, you guys can get every question that you wanted to ask us out the way or to even get our perspective on so that we're going to answer. So uh, I put a Dropbox on our Instagram story. So just go mm-hmm. ahead and, you know, link whatever yes, question you want. Don't be afraid to ask. It's yeah, anonymous. Yeah, tap in. It's tap anonymous. in. Right, say it with your chest. Man, yes, just link it there. I'm going to make sure to copy them all down. And we just going to spend the whole episode answering them. We're not going to waste no time. We're going to get straight into it. Hopefully, our brother Jalen is back. You know, yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out at the same yes, time, sir. we hope you have a good, you know, and safe trip out in Vegas. Yeah, of course, you know of course. Yes, sir. Live it up, big dog. Take a shot. Make a chin bust from <laughs> Take a shot for me. But that's another episode. And this your boy, Brian, aka BC Got Kicks. This your boy, Freddie P, aka Fretro Moment from BC, Bryson Chambers versus the world. You feel me? We up out of here. Also, we just want to shout out the bro, Rob. Appreciate you for letting us use your music as our intro. He's been doing his thing with the music. Go follow him at Rob Who. Album is out on everything, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you need. Go ahead and get it. It's called Through the Shadows. And we just hope you keep pushing through for the city of Long Beach. Salute.